Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Rosk Podcast, episode 13, A Sense of We-ness. In this episode, I want you to think of three main insights for this particular podcast, and that is this. I want you to identify in your mind a situation where you can choose to show that the other person has been seen and heard. And note to yourself the outcome between you and that other person, as well as the outcome inside of you. How does it make you feel? And it'll be interesting to evaluate within yourself in that particular moment how you feel that it transforms your anticipation for the next interaction with them. Now, before we get started, I want to get through a bit of housekeeping, and that is to remind you of the weekly newsletter, which is completely free. You can sign up at www.rosk.life, R-O-S-C.life. Sign up for the weekly newsletter, and that will be a once-a-week consolidation of that particular week's podcast and blog post, and will feed you the three insights from that week. If you don't have the opportunity to go into the blog post or the podcast and digest all the philosophy and the why, at the very least, you'll have three bullet points that you can actually implement right away to be able to start seeing that slow but steady change that we're all trying to create. In addition to that, you will be part of a group of members who will be the first to know about whatever projects come forward, of which there are two we are currently working on. The first is our cardiac arrest management app that is going to potentially change the way you manage cardiac arrests. That should hopefully be coming out in beta form, which will be exclusive to the members of this community for testing, for feedback, for insights within the next few months. In addition to that, we have plans for an e-learning platform that will be designed for all types of healthcare workers by all types of healthcare workers. An e-learning platform that allows you to create content in areas that you're comfortable and confident in and in areas where you can actually interact with the members, with your students, with people who enroll in that particular class that you're teaching. In addition to that, we have plans to set up a way where you can be not only recognized, but compensated for the work that you do. All of that and more to come. Sign up for the newsletter and you will be the first to be informed of all that's coming up. Now, onto the podcast. One of the dangers we as leaders and team members, especially in healthcare face, is this idea of an over-idealized viewpoint. And the reason that can end up potentially hurting us in the long run and even in the short run is in the following way. Let's say, for example, you have somebody who is actively looking to be seen and heard or just implying that they're looking for that feeling. And your first instinct, which you may think is virtuous, is to counter that to sort of put that person in their place, maybe gently, maybe aggressively. Imagine in that situation, that person who wants to be seen and heard, how absolutely poorly that sentiment from you is going to be received by them. It's not going to make things any better. In fact, you might get that instant feeling of like feeling good about yourself that you put them in their place, but you're deep down not looking forward to the next time you're going to interact with them. On the other hand, if you put yourself in a position of empathy, and that word comes up every single time, you put yourself in a position of empathy, which is using the mental aspect of understanding the other situation, coming around to that side and seeing how you can reach your goal and help that person or allow that person to reach their goal to ultimately come to an even playing field, to come to a resolution, to come to a sort of synergy, for lack of a better word. 
That's a difficult thing to do because it requires a great deal of ego suppression. It also requires having a long-term viewpoint because it forces you to be in a situation where you say, in the immediate, I really want this person to slow their roll. But if I understand their viewpoint and I allow them to be seen and heard in this moment, what I'm doing is building a professional bond, building something that can be sort of cashed in on later on, on the next interaction. And when that next interaction occurs, they're going to remember the feeling you gave them, even if they don't remember the scenario. And the reason why that ends up benefiting you exponentially and disproportionately is the fact that the next time you have an interaction with them, you're given a greater opportunity while walking alongside them in that next scenario as well. You're giving yourself a greater opportunity to present to them something better. Maybe it's a clinical pearl. Maybe it's a way of interacting. Maybe it's a disposition, a plan, whatever it might be. Giving that person the ability to be seen and heard builds a level of trust. It builds a level of, not really building a level of something, but bringing down the guard. By bringing down that guard, it makes it much easier for you next time to connect with them in a way that allows you to present them with an idea that's better. Maybe in that scenario, or maybe better just in general. And what that ends up doing is bringing that person on your side so that each time you need to interact with them, it becomes easier and easier to employ the empathy for you because you've been practicing and for them to receive it because they're starting to build a level of familiarity with you and trust with you. And what that does is it brings that sense of we-ness, the title of this podcast, the idea of it being you and me and it now being us and now being we in this situation. As corny as that sounds, the effect that it can have is profound because at that point, when you do correct them on something, when you do present them with an idea that's better, when you do call them out, you yourself are going to temper the way you call them out because you feel inside the benefit of having built something with that person. And the other thing is it allows them to receive what you're saying way more easily because their guard is down, because they're not looking to puff their chest up, because they're not looking necessarily to be seen and heard by you, because they've been seen and heard by you already. And now one thing I want to make clear in this situation, and I've seen this happen so many times and it's so nauseating, but you have people who will take a situation like this and they will create in their mind an automatic trigger to say, I hear what you're saying, but I am being empathetic to what you're saying, but I understand what you're saying, but it's like they have these prepared phrases and trigger words just to put the right words in their sentence as if that's going to make a difference. Never mind the fact that saying these things in a prepackaged way just completely, I mean, it's almost going to make the situation worse. But the key here is trying to find a way to act upon seeing and hearing the other person. And sometimes that is just words, but the way I mean action is you can act on it by choosing certain words that will apply to that person's situation. A very small example that I'm thinking of right now. If you have a teacher who always prefaces an answer to your question by saying, great question, great question, great question, that doesn't mean anything. But when you hear a speaker say, that's a great question, and then another person asks a question to be like, interesting thought. Or when someone asks a question and the speaker says, you know, that it's the same question someone else asked, whatever, any like varying the, the handing out of the credit to someone, 
one of the things that I found actually personally has worked when I'm picking up the phone and a consultant is calling me or when I'm trying to admit a patient and the medicine team recommends that something be done. Sometimes I could sit there and make the argument that ideally you don't need this or this doesn't need to be done or that doesn't need to be done. But looking at the situation, understanding their perspective and understanding what I'm capable of doing at that moment, earning points, building credit so that the next time when I do want to not push back, but provide an alternative thought or an alternative solution or alternative process, it's going to be more well received. In addition to that, when there are situations when I go ahead and agree to do whatever the recommendation was or whatever it might be, by repeating it back in my own words, it makes the person feel not only that I'm understanding what they're saying, but that they're genuinely heard and that I can understand the logic behind what they're asking without even saying that I'm understanding what they're saying. By rephrasing what the other person is saying, what the other person is trying to accomplish into my own words, it does wonders to make the other person feel a relief. Because a lot of times there might be situations where someone might come to you, ask for this, and they've been worried to ask because they feel a confrontation is coming, that they're going to be pushed back, that they're going to be told that they need to do it or that it's not necessary or all these different things where you can choose to pick a fight. But in that situation, you not only say sure, but you take it a step further to acknowledge what they said. And then you take it a step further by putting it in your own words, by putting it in your own form of expression, whether it's action or words to show them that what I said was heard, processed, accepted, understood, and then reiterated back to me. It gives a sense of confidence and relief in addition to the feeling of being heard. I'm willing to bet that you already can sense how that would make a difference in so many different situations. Not to mention making the other person feel just a little bit less sick to their stomach the next time they have to come to work and the next time they have to interact with you. And you may not necessarily want more attention, but the plus is that person will be looking forward to interacting with you and dealing with you. And that's just going to make everything so much smoother for you, which goes back to everything we've been saying about if you want the environment to be a certain way, you start by creating it for other people to allow for the vulnerability for people to be able to make it for you as well. Now, if only we can find a way to carry tip jars at work. No questions submitted this week. Not a big deal. Hopefully, those of you who are listening are thinking up questions. If you want to, you can send them in to podcast at rosk.life. That's podcast at rosc.life. And once again, be sure to check out the newsletter at www.rosk.life. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It's a weekly bullet point insight of that week's blog post and podcast so that you don't have to necessarily rush to digest all of the philosophy and why, but you have the actionable items you can take to work or take to your life and start to make the changes that you're trying to accomplish. In addition to the weekly newsletter, you will be part of an exclusive group of members who will be the first to know about whatever projects come forward, two of which are going to be our cardiac arrest app, which should be coming out hopefully soon in beta form, and only the members are going to be able to test the beta. And in the near future after that, our e-learning platform for everybody within healthcare to be not only a member of an organized and interactive learning platform, but be able to create content in the things that you're comfortable and confident with, with the hope of being compensated. In addition, I do want to make one more request, and that is if you have a moment, go on to your preferred podcast platform, 
rate the podcast, leave a comment. I would love to read the comments both personally and maybe even shout some of you out on the podcast with whatever comments you might leave. Positive ones. I'm not going to sit here and read the negative ones on the podcast. I mean, those might get accidentally deleted. But anyway, I would love your feedback. It's going to help us get spread to other people and definitely share this with whoever you think might benefit from it. I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to you hearing the next podcast and all the podcasts to come. But anyway, we'll see you next time.